If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or just keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it. Where you're betting is just important as who you're betting on. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? So live betting? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side live. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. It's a very good promo. No other company is doing this that I've seen. Use promo code. What's the promo code? Sneak this? Sneak this, <laughs> totally forgot. Ma'am. Use promo code, uh, and I believe it's all caps, sneak this. S-N-E-A-K-D-I-S-S to activate the offer. That's promo code sneak this. All one word, all caps, S-N-E-A-K-D-I-S-S. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. And when you get paid, spend that money on sneakers. Yo, think this podcast, George, Greg, back in the building, episode 174, I believe. Yep. We got a special guest on the phone. We have the the the, the newly anointed sneaker <laughs> designer, Kristen Black. <laughs> I Definitely pretty, newly anointed. I thought it was a pretty good intro. <laughs> I thought I did pretty good with that. <clears throat> I like that. It's usually a little rocky on our intros, you know. Throw out some iTunes, Spotify, mm. YouTube, stuff like that. But, you know, I felt that was pretty good. That flowed well, you know. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? We all right. You know, I know it's a little later out there. We appreciate you getting on the phone with us, you know, to have a talk with us about, you know, your popularity. I mean, you seem to be the <laughs> it girl out here right now. <laughs> You could feel it's good so about it. It's so funny that like you say that like that because like I'm so humble and I hate attention. Like in real life, if you met me, like I like to like be in the cut and not talk to people. But now, like I feel like I have no choice. So oh it's yeah, kind of weird and awkward. Oh, I don't like I don't like people either, and I'm on a podcast host. So I mean, <laughs> I was ready to fight everybody yeah, at the no, airport just, yesterday. I just don't like fake people, like, and I'm not the person to, like, I just rather it be real and organic, even if it takes time, rather than be fake to everyone, so I try to just stay away, and just, you know, but now I feel like now I'm out there, and I have no choice but to be nice to people. Yeah, but, you so. know, I mean, yeah, but like you said, you, you, you guys have the show The Breakdown, and you guys have been on YouTube for about two years, you said? Yeah, I've been on that. I was on a show before that called United Souls. Okay. But that was like I wouldn't even like consider that a show. But after that, I got on the breakdown with Mike, and yeah, he's been doing it for four years. But I've I've been on it for two. 
So, like, then you're used to, like, people telling you, like, oh, we love the show. The show is great. Yada, yada, yada. So you're used to it a little bit. Yeah, I'm used to people telling me that I'm, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> know anything. And, you know, all the, I get it the worst. Like, Tone and Mike, could, well, Mike always knows everything. But Tone cannot know something and sound like he doesn't know. And nobody will say nothing. But if I say something, it's right away. They go off. But I'm used to that now, so it's all good. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's how it is with ours. I mean, I, I always tell people all the time about this show. Like, I'd rather people... I'm more comfortable with people, like, talking junk about us or to us than I am people, like, giving us a lot of compliments because it just makes you feel a little weird. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, if somebody sent me a DM and said, yo, I hate you guys, you think you know everything, I'm cool with that. The people that send DMs sometimes, like, fam, the episodes get me through everything. Like, if it, I'm like, ah, all right, <laughs> man, uh, thank you, you know. feels a little weird, but you guys have been on there for a while with Mike and Tone, and, you know, you guys do a, a great show. I mean, it's a great show, and you could definitely tell when people care about their shows. Yeah, no, it's definitely, we don't do it, like, we don't push the show, like, it's like, you know, everyone should watch the show, we, we don't shove it down people's throats, like, we just do it for fun, like, literally, we meet up every week, and it's, like, fun, we don't talk about whatever we're going to talk about on the show, and we just talk about whatever, and it's, like, literally 30 minutes, we laugh, and then we see each other next week, so it's really not even, like, a job thing. Right. It's cool that like people fuck with it, like, but it's kind of like the sort of thing that like either you fuck with it or you don't. Like, you come to us, you like it, you don't. Like, it's not like you got to watch our show. We're trying to make our show the best show. You know what I'm saying? It's like just kind of how it is, and that's why we like it. And right. I'm, like Mike is so consistent, like we never miss a week. So that helps too. I know I do want to get Mike on the show as well one day. Uh, seems like a good guy. Seems like he knows his stuff. Seems like he keeps himself. I'll tell you one thing about social media. I never feel like I see him in any mess, you know, online with, you know, a lot of people. So, like, he seems like he, he's about his, about his business. Yeah, he's, like, the level-headed one. Like, he always is, like, the one that, like, if I'm like, oh, so-and-so said this about me and blah, 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 uh -huh. and he'll, like, try to, you know, look at it from the other way to make me see it differently. He always plays, like, devil's advocate. Right. So he's really good at that, and, like, he's, definitely loves and this is his passion so like i'm sure he'd love to be on the show yeah he's really really nice guy he helps people you know right. sometimes he gets the shit under the stick but you know he's just real consistent and things are popping off for him now and i'm like so happy for him so oh you and, like know. a really good year for both of us and that's good i know we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into that miss Kristen black so um, you know, I, I really, and I told George before we did the show, before we, the show, I said, you know, I'm not going to ask Kristen the typical, you know, women questions. I don't, I, I feel like you've probably touched on that enough. I feel like a lot of women who are in the sneakers have touched on that enough. And I feel like guys continue to like ask it and ask it and ask it. And I feel like you kind of having the year you've had, you're in it, like, you know, you're in it and you're opening that door for other opportunities because we've said on the show, the best way for women to get that exposure and all that stuff is for women to start designing sneakers for men. So it was dope that your sneaker that you were able to create was for men as well. Yeah, no, I was really worried about that, too, because when I made the shoe, I, I was like, I after I made it, like I stared at it for a while. I kept going back and going back and I asked Mike and I was like, do you think is it too girly? Like, would you wear it? 
because that was like a main thing for me. I was like, because the pink kind of made it like bright, but a little girly. So I was asking him and he was like, no, it's dope. Like we should just keep it the way it is. And I just left it. And like, I'm not like, I, I'm a woman in the secret community, but I'm not going to sit here and say I'm like an advocate for women and da, 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 because honestly, a lot of those girls are not really advocates for women. Right. So like for me, I do this. This is me. Like I've been in the shoes since I'm like six, literally. And I've always been an outcast for it. And for years and years and years, it's like girls would always have something to say. No, you know, dudes, you know, didn't understand either. Like what, but now like, it's all coming to like a point where it makes sense. And like being me is like the it thing, which is weird. Right. So that's why I say it's like a weird thing because I'm not used to it. I'm used to being like, Oh, look at her. She's in sneakers. Like why, you, why do you have to wear sneakers? Why do you, why do you dress like that? Why do you have to wear men's clothes? Why can't you wear something tight or whatever? Like it's always been that way. So now it's like, everybody's like, Oh, Oh, this, Oh, that, you know, and like you're doing it for women, but like nobody helped me get here. No woman helped me. All the women, I feel like, put me down and made me feel like I wasn't doing the right thing. So, I mean, that's how I feel about it. I definitely support all women, and I love to see women shine in a male-dominated thing. But I'm definitely not out here like, oh, yeah, I did this for the girls because, mm. I mean, I did it for me. I like. And I don't want to sound like mean or I'm just being honest <laughs> because no. I feel like a lot of girls out here pose and, like, pretend to be something that you know they're not and i just think you're the best way to succeed is to be the best version of yourself you know that's my advice to anybody this is what's funny like one of the last the very last thing i have written down is something i wanted to ask you was are you proud of yourself and the reason i was going to ask that is because like me and george been doing this podcast three years whatever the case may be and like i think that it's it's healthy and it's awesome when people are proud of themselves or what they do and it might come off as conceited or arrogant to some, but, like, I am proud of, like, the show that me and George have built for ourselves and how great it is and how big it is and the attention that it gets. Like, I'm proud that, like, sat down, thought of something and actually moved forward with it. So for you to say that you did this for you and this was for you, and that's perfect. Like, I love hearing that. Like, because it's, a, it's, it's work. It's work that you put in and, you you know, you obviously deserve it for the work that you put into it. Like, I, I honestly started making bespokes, like, six years ago. Even before bespoke, I was making shoes at Nike Elizabeth Street ID, before it was even Nike ID. Like, I was doing this because I liked it for me. I wasn't, like, I spent $5,000 on bespokes because I liked them for me. And they got attention because they were dope. So that's really, like, how this all, like, transpired for me. Because at the end of the day, like, the Cultivator program, they pick creatives. And my creativity was designing sneakers. I'm a dancer. You can't see my creativity through my Instagram and sneaker page. You know what I'm saying? So, right. like, they saw that in me. So, like, I feel like I've this was, like, a road that I've been on. It wasn't like I just was like, oh, they picked me and I designed the best shoe or and, and my shoe lots of, you know, like, it wasn't like that for me. I feel like everything was that happened was meant to happen when it happened. So let's go back a little bit then. So who was your influencers growing up? Well, I mean, I had an older brother, but I, I loved Michael Jordan. So I, I loved the Knicks and Patrick Ewing and John Stark, but Michael Jordan always was, like, my favorite. And I was a tomboy, so I just started, like, really wearing Jordans, and then, like, I turned into, like, I always like to look fly. So I would wear New Balance and whatever I wanted to wear, but just match my outfit. 
Like I always was into shoes and styling myself and looking dope in streetwear. So it was never like, it was just my influence. I feel like was my older brother really, I guess, but not, he wasn't really, he's not really into this stuff. So basically just music videos. I used to watch music videos a lot and I was into hip hop. I do hip hop. I dance hip hop and I teach it. So I just was, you know, Dougie Fresh and like, I like Jay-Z, but like to me, Jay-Z wasn't a style icon, you know, like I feel like I just, I took a little from everything. I get that. You know, I, I will definitely say that, um, you know, like I said, you having your influence and like your sneaker and your story on Nike talking about, you know, being from Queens and you wanted the sneaker to represent yourself. Um, so you said you got into sneakers like a high interest at a young age, right? Yeah, no, it was very high interest because my sister, I have a sister who's 10 years older than me and her boyfriend owned a sneaker store. So I used to like take my, because my mom owns a dance studio. So I would take my little money and go to the, the sneaker store and buy myself shoes. And, like, he would get Jordans early and stuff, so I'd have them early. Like, I was known for having Jordans early before social media because, like, I would go to, like, the Coliseum Mall or I would go to all these stores around, like, Brooklyn, and I'd get cards. So every time I go to a store that I got Jordans from that were exclusive or something, i get the card. So when I knew shoes were coming out, I would just call a stack of cards, like, call every store in my stack to see who had them early. And then I'd go get them and have them, like, three months early. That's before they were making fake ones, of course. <laughs> now yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> so this is from mom and pops you're talking about. Yeah, like I used to go to like the Coliseum. They're still in there, the stores that were always there. But definitely would go to like, there would like be like little Asian stores. All on Fulton Street, There's like there like, used to be a whole strip of all like sneaker stores. So I used to go to all the stores there. And I used to go to stores like in Long, whatever store I could find. In Long Island. It was really in the city. There was a there was a store in Queens called Secret Society that you like you had to know about, and there was like no storefront and no like no one knew about it. But when you went in there, they had like every exclusive SB. Like I had Tiffany Lowe's, and I didn't even know they were Tiffany Lowe's because I just was like, <laughs> oh, I'm buying sneakers. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was just like. Yeah, like crazy shit. I look back and I'm like, wow, I had those, and, they, and now they're gone. Like. So yeah, like just I was just always into like finding sneakers. Like I always want, I always liked having sneakers. Even in college, like I was known for the girl who had all the sneakers. Like girls were, they were still wearing Jumpmans. Like I used to laugh at girls like when they started wearing them. I was like, oh, you cannot wear those. Like, the New York, the New York so, uh, lifestyle upbringing existence or whatever is definitely different than all the other ones because we had plenty of mom and pop shoe stores in LA area where I grew up, but it wasn't, it wasn't the same feeling in terms of that you describe where you go from shop to shop to shop or whatever for the most part the stores that i went to had it and they wouldn't sell it early i mean i guess of your family or something like that you know what i mean they would sell it early but um it just is a different where you can go to uh, you know 10 shops on one block or whatever you know and, and chase them down it's a completely different feeling you got to in california you know you had to go from city to city or um at least places that are you know, multiple miles apart. So it's interesting to hear that uh, the city life. And I mean, you know, I don't know what you would call it, suburban Los Angeles or whatever. It's still it's more city than living out in the sticks, but it ain't New York City. No, yeah, I know. And I used to think like L.A. was like close to like New York, but I just went out there recently and I'm like, this the vibe <laughs> is totally different. <laughs> yeah, like, the absolutely. vibe is just 
so different. It's a the, the locals are super cool, but the the people, celebrity, I can't deal with all that. <laughs> I'm just like I can't with the fake. Everybody's yeah. fake, so it's just like you know the locals I met. I was like I wanted to chill with them. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know the people I was with. I was just like, Ugh. I mean, it's it's the same kind of vibe depending where you go. Like every place has locals, the bars, restaurants, and whatnot. You know that that's the same that I've realized from city to city. Um, the people that chase the celebrity uh, spots, you know, that's that's definitely not my thing. My wife and I travel frequently, and whenever we go somewhere, you know, we always ask anybody we run into at a store or a restaurant or whatever, you know, what do you recommend for breakfast or what do you recommend to go get a drink? And they start naming like the tourist places, and I'm like, nah, man, I want to I want to know where the locals go. You know what I mean? I want to know where the low key spots are at. Exactly. So, like, I always tell people, when you come to New York, call me first because I'll <laughs> put you on to, like, the, don't spend money staying in the tourist spots and being miserable. Or <laughs> you could stay, like, in Soho and, like, in BK and Long Island City and it just be way more popping and the vibe totally different. Like, I, I can't walk in Times Square. I won't go there because it's, like, <laughs> the worst. Like, everything is the worst, like, in those areas. So you just really stay. Soho, like... If you're in the sneaker community, you're in Soho chilling. Like right. everybody, I can walk to, like around the area. People, I see people I know. Everybody knows each other. Like it's definitely like a, a sneaker community is real small here, but big. Right, and I mean so that's what's weird. That's what weird. Skate was telling us a couple weeks ago. Is like everyone in LA is, um, you know, they run into each other all the time, whether it be an event or at a store or whatever, and they all know each other. And, you know, it's, especially with a city as big as Los Angeles in terms of, like, square mileage, it's definitely interesting to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was, like, back in the day, like, it was, it was definitely easier to get sneakers here than anywhere else. That's for sure. <laughs> like, you guys definitely get the most product. Even now. <laughs> so going back to what you had said, you know, I think – I mean, you know, follow a lot of people on social media, but I will have to say, you know, you brought up the Beast Bowl situation. Like, your Beast Bowl collection – is phenomenal now us like george said we're from la you know we, we live in arizona we don't have a lot of stuff like that and we don't get to see so we're 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 usually a little tight you know the fact that you know these big city biases you know new york gets everything new york gets all the sneaker passes gets everything so how does it come about like the bespoke program like how does that work okay so it used to be okay so they started the id on elizabeth street which was it was id but it was like it was kind of bespoke it was better than ID, but not as good as Bespoke. Okay. So at that time, like, you had to get an invitation to go. And then, like, if you won a contest or Nike was having an event or, like, you can get invited to go. But once they moved it to Nike, like, the open Nike lab, they took Nike ID, made that separate, and Bespoke, you, like, you still had to know somebody to get in there. So at that time, they opened it, one in Paris, and there was one in Japan. But now all everything is closed but the one in New York. The only one's open now is the one here. But basically you get an appointment if they you know, they want to give you an appointment, which is really hard. You can't like call <laughs> there, you can't email them. It's super annoying to get an appointment. So you get an appointment and then you have like two hours or three hours they give you and you build the shoe from scratch. But they don't help you. So don't go there expecting them to be like, okay, if you, you know, if you want to do, they don't give you ideas. Like if you want to do two colors on your shoe, they're going to say, okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're not going to say, well, maybe we should help you do a better shoe. Right. Like, so you have to like take initiative. Like my first time, I definitely went easy. 
by the by the fifth time, I'm in there six hours. They're only supposed to give me two hours, but I'm like, no, I spent right. $5,000 here. I'm going <laughs> to stay as long as I want. And I'm going to do something different to my shoe. Like, you know, like you have to like trust them to do new things. Like they won't tell you like, oh, hey, you know, if you want, you could do, you know, swooshless. They won't tell you that. They want you to go in there and you to build the shoe from scratch. So you open up drawers and drawers and drawers and drawers of materials. Right. And you just basically build, you look at materials and decide what you want to do. So like what I usually do is I go in there, open the drawers. I spend like maybe 30 minutes picking out colors and materials that I think go together. Even if it's like a stack of 40 materials that I know I'm not going to do all those colors, but I'll move that over to the table and then I'll sit and go through it better and like start to really place the, ideas on the shoe what i want to do but i don't really go in there with like an idea like hey i want to do a game of thrones shoe like i don't do that like that to me is like not i'll <laughs> fuck up the shoe if i do that i just got to do like what i feel like doing so yeah so everyone's different but it's definitely a, the first time it's overwhelming and if you guys want an appointment i definitely could help you guys get one <laughs> you have to come here for it <laughs> um my, my wife would murder me if i spent that much money on one pair of shoes you know what's funny and see george well, says that <laughs> well george says that but i actually well, wait hold on before you say that okay so were you designing air force ones or what were what were your what were your choices the choices were Air Force One, Air Max One, and I forget what the other one is. Okay. It's so whack. Okay. It was like something whack. Now, see, now. So I just. I George says that about our wives, but I don't believe it. I think see, me and George have been in the sneakers for so long. I actually think our wives would be perfectly fine with us making a one of a kind shoe for yeah, if ourselves. You sold, uh, if you yeah, sold I mean, they, yeah, <laughs> they want us to sell some other stuff. But I think our wives would be perfectly fine with us creating something that's just ours, like which I think is dope. So, like, does the price depend on what you choose on it, or does it matter? Like, if you make one color, it's still one price, or is it like you choose fifty colors? It's a thousand dollars. Oh, that's it. Oh, okay. Oh, see, yeah. You'd be ridiculous if you go in there and choose like and one I, color or two color. It used to be eight fifty, right? They've raised the price gradually over the years, I assume. Wasn't it somewhere yeah, in the eight hundred range? Thousand dollars for the last six years. Okay, I've been paying a thousand dollars. So Ooh. it was eight fifty, though. I think the original was eight fifty. Okay, yeah. But now I, that you pay a thousand dollars with no tax. I think that's like they they just rounded it up and you don't pay tax. I don't know. But <laughs> it's a thousand dollars. Gotcha. Okay. And you get you get your own box. You get two like wood shoehorns. The box has your name on it, your size. You get the dust bags for the shoes. And, and it's, you get to wait a whole fourteen weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Killing yourself. And see that that see you know what I I I had read I think I read something or I don't know what it was but. Somebody was talking about, you know, how you spend that money and like it's such a long wait. But what's funny is, is that we buy so many sneakers that I, I would have to be disciplined enough to say, all right, during that 14 weeks of me waiting, I can't buy anything because the thousand dollars would be a thousand bucks. I would have probably bought 10 pairs between that period of time anyways. So it's like, all right, if I set my mind to it, I'm making a bespoke. This is one of a kind. This is for me. This is something I love. I just can't buy anything for that block because it's almost like pre-ordering. Like, man, you pay a thousand dollars and you gotta wait fourteen weeks. That's brutal. Yeah, it used to be six to eight weeks, but now they're they're fourteen weeks. But I'm telling you, 
it's torture and I have no patience, but when the shoe comes, like those are my, you tell me to make a list and I, on my list is my bespokes because I love them and I wear them. You know what I'm saying? Like I'd love to hear that. It's worth it. I mean, for me, it's worth it. It definitely got me to where I'm at. So I, I love That's what I like to hear. And I'm, as soon as I get my check, I'm doing another bespoke. I, I, told, <laughs> George, I, I told George, I said, because, I, you know, I don't want, because you and I, we don't know each other. We've never talked before. We talked through DM that one little time, you know, that one time and, and that's it. But, you know, obviously follow each other on social media and, you know, when you follow somebody on social media, you feel like you know them for so long. But I said, um, I wanted you to make a top 10 favorite list, you know, tell us it because I feel like that's how you can like really understand a sneakerhead. Like you can ask them like, you know, when'd you get in the sneakers? You can ask them those general questions all the time. <laughs> how do you feel about Jordan? You can ask them that stuff, but at the point to where you're at right now, you kind of want to know where they're going. You saying that you got into Jordans, it's kind of crazy because, like, I don't think I've ever seen you post a picture wearing Jordans. Like, I can't think. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. It's I, crazy because I used to tell my mother, like, I'm going to die and bury me in my Jordans and I'm going <laughs> to be in my Jordans. And now, like, I, you know, I evolved, though. I definitely still have a thing. If I showed you my Jordan collection, I mean, I got jo the Jordan Olympic fives all white ones like i got i got so much stuff that like i have 11s from 99 you could still wear them like nice i have so much like so much vintage i have like fresh prince bel-airs and two pairs ds like i have a lot of stuff but jordans aren't as comfortable and now that i'm older i like to be comfortable <laughs> oh yeah so, i mean like you have so to be comfortable in new young, york city the young kids don't understand that yet they will though yeah, Jordan ones though I can live in those. I mean, I I can live in Jordan ones, but that's Jordan ones. The rest of them, like I'm just I feel like sometimes Elevens look a little young, like on me. Like I look <laughs> a little young, and I don't know. I, I still love them. I won't sell them. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but with with like you, but you gotta you know you you being a dancer and a choreographer, you gotta take care of your feet. So you can't be out here stomping around in fives all day. No way, exactly. And I also like, you know, I like all different kind of shoes. Like, I have a stick Aces. My Aces collection is retarded. Like, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. And I have so many Asics, like, and Grail Asics and, like, New Balance. And, you know, I have, like, a lot of Yeezys, but I stopped because I'm, like, over it now. But, like, <laughs> I just, I've just been all over the place, like, with my sneaker collection. Well, no, there are, like, a few people. So, Mike, you... Ryan Swanger, there's a few people that I have a real appreciation for their collection. Like, there's a lot of stuff that Mike wears, and I've seen you wear some of the Asics as well, that, like, models that, like, I wouldn't even give a second look to. And this is when I go back to, like, the discussion way back when we first started the podcast. We would always talk about influencers and things like that. There are actual people who are real influencers on social media and don't even know it. Mike you swanger there are specific sneakers that you guys wear that is a sneakerhead wouldn't even give a second glance to but there are certain people that can wear it and make you say you know what i might look for a pair of those and i don't remember the model but it was a model that you were wearing one of the pictures it was white and like a little like a little greenish teal asics it's not like a gel i3 gel i5 nothing like that it's like a, a running model i think and i see mike wearing them too and i was like those are dope but I never would have thought about it. And if it wasn't for those pictures, I wouldn't even take a second guess. I wouldn't have never thought about it. Yeah, it's on feet. It's always sell me, too. Sometimes you can't tell until it's on feet. I, like, he'll be like, you like a shoe? And I'm like, I can't tell until I see it on somebody's foot. 
Like sometimes I just like used to see it on foot and like ASICs, their shoes are real comfortable. And like, you know, that whole like year that Ronnie's like fifth year or 10th, whatever his year right. that he did, like 25 years of ASICs, they dropped so many dope ASICs. Fire. And then they like fell off. Man. Like they fell off totally. Like I feel like now, like we have this discussion on the show all the time if the runner game is back. And like it, they, they'll say it is, but I'm like, I don't feel like it is, but. You know, I still always have, like, a nice appreciation for ASICs. And Ryan Swagger is the best because he wears whatever he wants. All the and time. I, I love that about him. <laughs> that's the homie. And see, that's me and George, like, heavy in the ASICs and New Balance in a certain period of time. And I'm starting to feel like it's slowly coming back. But I feel like people jumped ship, like, way too hard. Like, they didn't just, like, mm -hmm. slow down on it. They just completely stopped buying ASICs and stuff like that. They were like, I'm done with this. That's it. There's a difference between like, yeah, I'm going to buy every one to like, oh, I'm not buying any of them now. And I hear people say like, oh, they suck now. I'm like, no, no. Gel I-5s, Gel i three stuff like that. They, they can never suck. They just got to get back to that point of giving them a shot again. Like you have to give them a shot. Yeah, but they're not coming out with any like good colorways. Like, you know, like Ronnie did, these colorways are like, you know, right. bland right now. They're so very bland. They're not like the old Ronnie. So let's talk about it. So you from Queens, right? Wait, wait, hold on. Are you gonna start mm -hmm. talking about I, the? I was gonna talk about the program. The shoe? Okay, hold yeah. on. Before we get to that, are you a one in one out, or do you just add them all up? As far as pairs, what do you mean? Like you get a new I, one, you sell I don't one. Sell or, anything. Okay, so no, you just have collected anything. everything <laughs> from whenever you decided to start doing that. You just have all these pairs that you posted over the years or whatever. Yeah, I mean, unless they don't fit or they're beat up, or I have everything. I don't, I don't sell my <laughs> shoes unless they don't fit or like I don't like them. But right. I have like a lot of DS shit that just sits in my closet. So yeah, I definitely have like five hundred pairs. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Well, I mean, what makes it even crazier is it's city living. So it's not like like whatever you pay for mortgage or rent, you could get like a you know a double size place here or whatever. Well, I have um. It's, we have, I have a, what you call it? Oh, storage Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense then. That seems like, uh, that's definitely city. Like, I know a lot of people back east, they got storage units for stuff like that. I, I mean, I, mean, I, can't, I got go 95s ahead. from like 99 that are like crazy. I, I forget what I have because it's in storage. Like, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the biggest problem for me is now, granted, I, my Instagram is like literally just traveling stuff. Like I don't post shoes. I send it to Greg to post on the podcast Instagram. So I don't really to me personally, I don't really care about posting like on foot stuff. So that's probably why I for me, it's different. Like I am actively trying to get rid of stuff to where I only have like maybe 60 pairs that you wear frequently because Half the time I find something, I'm like, man, I haven't worn this in probably three, four years. You trying to get the 60 pairs is crazy because you have to be at least around 300. Okay. Yes, I understand it's not easy. <laughs> That's not the point. Yes, definitely. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I, couldn't do I couldn't do it either because I, I don't. what you're saying, though. But, but wait, it, couldn't though. do it because you don't want to do the effort or couldn't do it because you actively love all the shoes you have? Because I'm the type of person that, like, I'll pull out a, a Supreme piece from seven years ago and be like, and I'll get a new pair of shoes that, like, the match is perfect. <laughs> and I'll be like, holy shit, this was made for this. And then people be like, oh, your fit is so fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, 
I love I sometimes that. Sometimes I just like to save shit. <laughs> no, I love hearing that. Like, I, I do because there are times, like, I try to keep all the sneakers, especially the sneakers that, like, I put, like, was effort to get, you know. Like, it just wasn't easy just to get your hands on it. Like, some of those I try now, you know, it's different times now, you know. And we sit, it's really hard to get a sneaker, and I know you have plenty of pairs of these, but it's so hard to get a sneaker that costs around 160, 180 bucks, and you see it selling for about 800. It's really hard not to sell it. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> not for me, I don't know. I, 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 lo- I just, I can't sell nothing. I know it's worth money. I definitely don't want to sell it either. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, like I said, so going back, so you, you're from Queens, right? Mm-hmm. Hello? Born and raised. Born and raised. I have yeah, my, I my one of my best friends ever is from Queens. Um, and she's just one of, like, my favorite people ever. She's actually helped me. Her and her mom has actually helped me get shoes from New York because, you know, I, I would win pairs out there and I'd have to send them to 21 Mercer or somewhere to get them for me. They'd actually do that for me. Um so let's talk about the yeah, real one. Oh no, her <laughs> mom is standing in line with young cats talking about her, trying to get me LeBron corks and stuff <laughs> like that. She went to Supreme to try to get me the Supreme Dunk. Like <laughs> she, she's one of the Yo, best people I know. Real. She's a real <laughs> one. Um, so let's talk about the Cultivator program and all that. So you all are right. on four shoes, right? Yeah, this is my fourth shoe. Okay. So how does the program work? How did you get involved in it? Okay, so the first time I just applied, because I saw people, like, posting it around, like, oh, you should enter this creative program, and I saw sneaker design, and I was like, hell yeah. But, like, literally, all I had to do was write, like, a paragraph, and I am not a good writer, so <laughs> I just wrote, like, some bullshit. I, but I think, like, you put your Instagram name, so they probably picked me off of that. They'll get out my Instagram page. Right. They pick creatives. So if you have a good story or they think your story's authentic, they'll pick you. So I basically got picked. And the first time, um, Nike wasn't as uh, active as they were this time. So the first time, literally, I basically got to do Nike ID. But I got to have a shoe come out. So, like, the shoe was, I basically, I feel like you could probably make them on Nike ID. Not exactly the same, but pretty close. And um, I did three shoes, and I wound up being, like, tops. I had all three shoes, like, in the top 20 selling shoes, and I, like, was the top seller and whatever. So, they just, like, kept in contact with me. I didn't ask to be in it again. They just hit me up and were like, listen, would you be interested in doing it again? And I was like, oh, of course. And they were like, this time you're gonna, you would be featured creator, which would mean that the featured creator thing was that my shoe would be um, displayed in Fifth Avenue, Nike, and that you could buy my shoe there. And then I had like the little Nike commercial ad that they made. Mm. So I had like a Nike photo shoot and I have like, I didn't post like the full commercial because I feel like I was in Cornwall. <laughs> so you can't yeah, do that no, Kristen, yeah. Kristen, Kristen, you can't do that because not everybody has that opportunity I know there are, look, we talk about what's corny all the time, but when it's something like that, and especially hearing about somebody who loves their sneakers, values their sneakers as much as you do, you gotta post that corny, you gotta be corny because you gotta I know, everybody's telling me that, like you didn't post it yet I'm waiting, you better post it today I'm like yeah yeah, I'll post it <laughs> <laughs> so basically I did the, like the little when I went to the photo shoot 
you know, they were like, oh, we love your shoe. And I was, like, looking at them like, yeah, you just probably tell everybody that. Right. Like, you're telling all the people that. Like, I don't take things, like, I'm not like, oh, my God, they love my shoe, you know. So I was just thinking to myself, like, oh. And then the dude was like, nah, for real. Like, we really like your shoe. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I left, and I had no idea, like, what was going to transpire after that. So they just told me my campaign wasn't supposed to start. So they dropped the shoes on the 19th, right? Mm -hmm. My campaign was going to start on the 22nd, the week after the shoe dropped. So I was, once Serena, once they started playing tennis, like that, that whole thing happened, we were supposed to drop our shoes, right. but like our campaign, like commercial or whatever. So my shoe was released, but on day two of the release, Serena Williams is wearing my shoe and somebody, you don't, you don't even know how I found out. Like I was bugging out. I was at work and somebody sent me a message. It was like, is she wearing your shoe? LOL. And I'm like, in my head, my first thought was Nike copied me. Right. Like, there's no way that she's wearing my shoe. Like, there's no, absolutely not. And then I zoomed in and I was like, no way. Like, I started slipping out, running around, jumping up and down. Like, you know, it was just a crazy moment. They had no idea she'd have my shoe either. So I feel like Nike seated people with shoes, like, and then she wound up, like, picking my shoe or whoever picked my shoe. She wore it two <laughs> days in a row. So it was crazy. So how did the process so basically, go? With, okay. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to tell you, sorry, I skipped the whole thing because Serena gets me so excited. Yeah, so they tell you, <laughs> so you get picked, then they tell you, they give you access to the studio. They tell you what shoe you're going to do. They give you access to like a studio. You have like a week to make the shoe and do like your whole bio and your story and you have to have pictures. It's a lot of work, but I already had the bio and stuff from the last time, so I didn't have to do that. So I just really had to get my campaign together, which I wanted to stick to Queens. So everything that I did was Queens, Queens, Queens. So right. the photo shoots and everything we did was Queens. And then, um, yeah, they, they released, they didn't tell you, they don't really tell you much. They're like, okay, it's release day, you know, promote your shoe. Now you can show your shoe. And then once I showed my shoe, then, you know, I sold like a hundred shoes in 10 minutes, the first 10 minutes that the shoe dropped, right. which they were like impressed because they're like, who are you to drop? I'm like, who really, who am I? I'm just a girl that likes sneakers, <laughs> so I, I'm really nobody. So they were, like, impressed with that. But I wasn't the first to sell out because once they told me if I sold out that Nike wouldn't run my campaign, I held back. Because, like, if they didn't run my – I just wanted the traction. It wasn't really about the number of sneakers I could sell. Right. It was more about me gaining the traction to get other opportunities like this. So I just, like, held off. I told nobody to post it. You know, and then once Jada Kiss posted it, then I sold out in like five minutes. <laughs> and then, yeah, that was the end of that. So, yeah, it was just, it was a crazy, like, you know, Naomi Osaka was wearing my shoe too. And then today I saw some girl who was hosting a new show on ESPN Plus. It's called Sneaker Center. And she's wearing my shoe in an episode that she's uh, shooting around with Spencer from the Brooklyn Nets. So I was, and she wearing my shoes. So I was like, "All right, cool." You want? So I feel like this is just the beginning for me, because a lot of things have just keep. It just keeps going. It just doesn't stop. I know so, that has to be just a phenomenal feeling. Like, I mean, I've seen you know you were posting like crazy with the Serena and stuff like that, and you know, it's one thing to see you know just somebody of like, so like Serena is that legend goddess stature like she's not just anybody we're talking about michael jordan 
Women of women. Yeah, I like know, she's she's arguably top three athletes all time. Maybe top two. You know, you can argue number one if you really wanted to argue have a conversation about it. Like me and my wife watch the tennis and I'm like, you can sit here and say Serena Williams is the greatest athlete of all time and shouldn't another person even argue with you. And the fact that she's out there wearing your shoe and it was a Nike campaign thing that she was at, right? Yeah, it was a Nike. It was, a, I guess it was an expedition. I can't even say this word. Ex, ex, I can't say the word. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Exhibition. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, yes. I don't know why I can't say that word. Um, <laughs> So she was at that, and um, they had a photo shoot for Vogue, and she wore the shoes to the photo shoot for Vogue, too, and, like, in a picture with, like, all the tennis players. So I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, Serena Williams, I'm sure she had to wear something Nike, but I'm sure they showed her everything new that they had coming out. Do you know what I'm saying? So she probably picked my shoes. So I'm thinking she picked my shoes. They're thinking she picked my shoes. But I'll never really fully know how that happened. Right. Like, I caught her on the court. Like, that's, I I know of the stylist who was there, but I'm not going to go out of my way to contact her. If I see her, I'll ask her. But I'm not going (laughs) to be like, oh, hey, you know, how how did Serena get in my shoes? Like, I'm just grateful. And then, like, for her to wear it the next day to play with Venus, was like solidified. She didn't just wear them because she had to. She right. liked them. You and know what I'm saying? So that's solidified. People, all the haters saying, "Oh, she—that's not really Serena when she first when they first saw her in them because her hair was blowing." And like a lot of people saying, "Like, oh, she wore them because she had to, or because Nike doesn't have anything blue coming out, and your shoe has blue in it." Like I heard so much shit. And then the next day, when she wore all black on my shoes again, it was just like everyone can be quiet. Now. Wait, 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 wait. Down. wait, wait. People were actually saying that to you, or saying stuff like that. Yeah, people. Pe- yeah, I was hearing it. Oh <laughs> my gosh! You know, I was, you know, there a lot of fake congratulations too. You know, like people want to see you do good. They're happy that I'm making a shoe. But once this happened, it kind of like separated me. And so now people treat me differently, which I'm not different. No, <laughs> so no. I don't get it. But it's- see, I, I and I understand that because, and I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. So when we had talked about it, when we had Soul Searching podcast, they came here and we had mentioned it on the show. We had talked about the shoe because when I seen you posting it, and you know people posting it, and I saw it, and then I went to the website and saw like all the other you know creators and what they made. I personally was like, well, I would only buy yours, and I don't even know you, but. You're the only one I follow on social media, so that'd be my only reason. And then, and I was like, well, let me just, I was going back and forth, back and forth on it. And then there was another girl who I had like somehow came across her page and she was saying that hers was sold out or something like that. I don't know, hers was like a green 270 maybe or something. Yeah, white and green. Yeah, she was saying that. So then I was like, well, let me go back to see if hers is still on here. And I looked and it still has sizes. So then I kept going back and forth with it. And I was like, I really don't, I don't want to like, I was like, that's dope. I don't know her like that and all that. But I was like, I I want it and then I don't want it. But I was like, (laughs) my only reason would be is because I just follow her online. And I was going to ask you, how different are people that you thought were really riding for you are treating you? Like, can you feel it? Yeah, I definitely feel it. Like, 
Honestly, I never even owned a 270 React. So when my sneaker friends tell me I don't own that shoe and I don't want it, doesn't that doesn't offend me? Like I don't get offended. I'll sell out on not. my own. I don't need you to buy my shoe. Of no course offense not. to anybody. That's how I feel. Like I don't need fake support. I don't need people to buy the breakdown merch to be like, oh, I bought your shirt. Like don't buy it. If you don't want to wear it, you don't fuck with it. Don't buy it. That's how I feel. So I'm very vocal like that with my friends. They'll be like, oh, I was going to get your shoe, but I'm like, listen, you don't have to give me any explanation. I'm cool. I sold out anyway. Yeah. Like, I don't, I didn't need you to buy the shoe. So, like, that's how I feel. And the, But they start to be like, oh, now you, I, I'm getting a lot of your Hollywood now. Oh, what are you doing now? Like, because I have a lot of things lined up and, like, I'm getting flown to Toronto. So people are like, oh, what? like, you know, they start to say things. Say, I'm going to be like you when I grow up. Like, it's just annoying. Like, you know, <laughs> a lot of people, like, oh, tell me that I've been goaded. I definitely am a cultivator legend. That's how I feel. Like, every cultivator after me is going to want to expire to get that opportunity. Good for that you. Is, like, the biggest opportunity. Good. Who? So, taking one step back, who started Cultivator, and what was their initial goal? Was their initial thing to be involved in sneakers? Was Did they want it to be Nike only? Did they want what, – what was the – Give us that background. Well, they're they're independent, like a third party. They like to tell people stories through shoes. So they they've always been a part of Nike. So it's always Nike. Oh, but okay. They were like, you know, Nike wanted to reinvent their Nike by You program this year at this time. So they used us as like a uh, you know a platform to push it out more. So basically. Nike by you was just trying to reinvent Nike by you. I don't know necessarily if Cultivator will come back and be able to do all the different stuff we were allowed to do because at, that's what depends on what Nike wants to do. It's really all up to Nike how they want to like operate it, but they're like a little division in Nike that now has grown and they're super amazing and like the guys they're not really into shoes. They work for Nike, but they're not like sneakerheads. <laughs> like I feel like I was the only one like that was a sneakerhead that was like picked. Like they didn't pick any other people. Oh, a lot shit, of people really? were stylists, you know, filmmakers. Like their teaser videos were crazy. But I felt like, you know, for me, I was like, I have to knock the shoe out of the park because my story is just going to be simple and easy. <laughs> so, and I feel like all these people had like paragraphs and paragraphs, and I'm like, oh my god, mine's just like, hey, this is me. I'm loud, but I'm cool. This is my shoe. <laughs> like, we'll see like that. That man. was basically what I wrote. <laughs> And that makes it even better because, like you said, you being an actual official sneakerhead, you have to. It has to be good. And exactly, I, I had a lot of pressure too because they brought me back. So I'm like, now I really got to knock it out the park because they brought me back, and now everybody's from New York, so everybody's going to be hustling and on the grind. So I knew my shoe. I like, I literally, I like my like goal with the shoe was I need maximum pop. I need a, like a base that's going to keep everything together. Like the, I wanted a black midsole right off the top. There's no Nike React black midsole. I Googled it. I did research before. And I was like, I just want maximum pop on each thing. And I want to use a lot of colors. I want to be true to myself. So it's kind of like a bespoke that I did. So that's what I did. I, I, literally the day before, I was like, this shit is ugly. I'm going to scrap it. I was like, <laughs> so like, dumb. I didn't know like how to feel. And then Mike was like, you're not fucking scrapping it just submit it and that's it and then i just submitted it and i never thought like it would go this far like i can't believe the love that this shoe's still getting it's just unbelievable did it's just crazy and i'm 
And, and Cultivator, and Nike doesn't own that swoosh. Like, I don't think Nike owns it. I think Cultivator owns it. I don't think they'll be getting another wavy swoosh like that. that yeah. I, was I, don't not, really know, I don't really know, but I, that's what I heard. That was going to be one of my questions. So I was curious if one of the designers came up with that or if they just gave that to you as one of the options off top. No, no, that was an option. Because okay. some of the designers might have made it look like they designed it, but no, it yeah. was definitely an option. The wavy swoosh is <laughs> <It was> like <laughs> the wavy swoosh is like what literally was one of the only reasons I wanted to buy any of those shoes because what a great idea! Like whoever whoever came up with that idea should be given a promotion or something because Nike should be doing more of that. You know what I mean? The, the wavy swoosh is fire. I agree. And I agree. I, and I'm glad I you picked it. <laughs> right now, they're doing it. I don't. I don't. Like, I don't really know because Nike's not very communicative. Like communicative with yeah. any of like he, they're very. You know, that's the way they are. So. Well, yeah, with any human at you, all I on don't the really planet. Know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so now well, I know you said well, however much you can give us. So when I was talking to you through DMs, um, you had said that. This, I don't know, was it this that's led to a Nike contract relationship? I mean, like, well, when when I did the featured creator, they made you sign a contract. So okay. I can't really okay. you know, speak about anything right now. <laughs> oh, okay. I have, like, two months of, like, that that I have to, like, you know, an NDA, whatever. So I can't really speak about, like, <laughs> okay. all that okay. aspect of it. Then I won't, even, I, won't even, I won't even touch so, on that then. So then when you designed your shoe, were you able to see it in hand first before it became for sale or um, start promoting it? Like, did they make you a version of it first, then keep going? or was... Oh, yeah. Okay. I ordered early pairs. So I had like five early pairs. And um, I literally went and shot and did all my promotion before the shoe dropped. So I had them on in the street and like people were stopping me everywhere. Like, oh my God, those are so nice. And I was like, wow, this shoe might actually be like a success. Like, cause those people are stopping me. So yeah, it was like, I had the shoes and I gave them to, you know, my family members who had them early. So I did like a few photo shoots in Nike in like the store where my shoe was dropped with my friends. And like, I wanted to take pictures with more than one person with a shoe on. Right. So people could see that guys and girls wear them. So did, how long did the process take? Like the full process to now we can buy them. So they told me I was doing it in June from July oh, okay. 1st to July 13th designed. Then you, you wait for them to approve it. And then they, in August, you wait, like, they, there was, like, a little bit of time that you just, like, waited around. And then August, they started, you know, sending out emails, like, what you should be doing for pre-promotion. Like, so basically, the time off was you to get everything ready. So when was time to do, like, all that pre-heat dropping and all that stuff, you had it all ready. So in the meantime, you did all the preparing. Then, then like, the, for August 1st, you were allowed to start saying, like, I got something coming up. I'm doing something, you know, you'll see soon. Like, but everyone knew that I was doing a shoe because I've done it before. So it wasn't a secret. Like once I said I was doing something, everyone's like, oh, when's your shoe dropping? So it was like, like a known thing. Right. So then August 19th, it dropped. Then it was on sale for two weeks and now it's over. And now we had like meeting at Mikey and a party. They gave us presents and they showed us, we like, we reached 57 million people. Like, it was pretty crazy, <laughs> the impact that we had. 
So yeah, it was really, they were really sweet and nice, and now it's over, and now we just wait. So then, <laughs> so then the two seventy and the two hundred were the the only options for this drop, right? No, fifty five. Oh, react. 50, okay. Oh, fifty five react was one too. That's right. And mm -hmm. I, you know, I think the two seventy one, like I haven't to me, I haven't seen a bad model of the 270 i look at the 270 as like a really good model we talk about it on the show all the time um and the colorways and everything is on my hand the shoe is dope itself it's one of those shoes where it comes down to just colorway attraction which is what you know can draw somebody into that shoe like i feel like the structure of the shoe can't really be messed up you know you can have like little faults here and there but the colorways like just this this week they've dropped probably like five or six different colorways you know, based off the themes of music, which I think are all fire. So you choose the new yeah. two seventy was a, a really good choice, like especially considering it was a new model. Yeah, that's why I wanted it because I knew, like, I was like the paneling on here. I like the two hundred too, but I just knew that there was more paneling on the two seventy React because, like, there was just so many color blocking options that I could do. Like at first, I was super like, oh my gosh, I do this, shit, I do that. I have like fifty different scraps like samples on my phone that I didn't actually make because I was like going crazy because they gave so many options it really was like what the best the best experience I had like right with Cultivator and I like they like I, I'm so thankful to them because like they got me to where I am and they thanked me too because they were like you know you're into sneakers and you helped us get here like they feel like I've helped them grow so I like and I will always do anything they ever ask of me because they were just so, they, they really, I couldn't have asked for a better thing, anything better to happen to me. Everything happened. I sold out. Serena Williams wore it. My shoe's out there all over the place. It's getting sold for $500 on StockX. <laughs> like, it's just, it's a great, it's a great feeling to say, like, I accomplished, like, I knew I deserved respect in the community, but being a female, guys right away think you don't know anything. They don't, they don't know, like, the level of the, that I'm into this, or how right. deep I'm into this. So right away, it's like, oh, she's a girl. She wears tight pants. She's, you know, they don't really think that I actually <laughs> know shit. So right. now it's like, I have to get my respect. Like, you can't say I didn't do my thing. You can say the shoe's ugly. You can say whatever you want, but I did my thing. Like, I did it. And nobody can take that away from me ever. So that, I'm like so glad that like finally, like even the resellers in my name, like, cause I'm from New York and I know all the resellers. They're all like, yo, the respect level that I'm getting now is through the roof, and I love it. Like, I can't even front and say, like, oh, you know. But I, no, I definitely I like love it. that. Nah, you, nah, you stuck that up, man. You talk your stuff, man. I like that. Like, when people put in work, and they do it, and they're passionate about it, and they love it. And it's good to know, because I'll tell you this. One thing that the podcast, our show, other show, we always talk about was, like, how hard it seems to be to get that recognition from like your peers from other brands and things like that the fact that it's good to hear that nike and other brands are starting to recognize and see that there's other things out there and other people out there who can create like i want to continue to see Kristen black colorways put on the sneakers like there are unique. Thank you. Yeah, I keep hearing that. People are saying that to me, and I'm just like, I'm like, you know, I'm just putting everything out in the universe, like that. Hopefully, it works out. You know what I want. Like my dream would be to do a Jordan. Like I would love, because I started with Jordans, and that would be like my ultimate dream. But like I know I could sell shoes. I sold like 400 pairs on my own. Like so, I know I could sell shoes, and you can only buy those shoes through my link. So you couldn't go on Nike.com and find my shoe. Like, so basically everyone who got my shoe had to get it through me. 
So, like, I definitely know that, like, I have the capability to sell shoes if I had more visibility. But, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, who, you know, do they want to work with? Like, I'm, I'm different from everyone else. Like, I'm not a stylist. Like, all these girls they put on are, like, stylists or right. this or athletes. Like, I'm just a girl who is a dancer who is passionate about sneakers. Like, what And what was the influence? <laughs> I know you said you wanted the all-black midsole, but what was the influence behind the shoe? Did you have one specifically or... Is it, does it look similar to a bespoke you've made before or? It was basically just, I wanted to do my personality, which is like, I'm really, really chill. Like, but I'm like, if you get me going, I'm loud <laughs> and like explosive. All and right. like, I wanted my shoe to be like, so my picture was like a firework. It was like fireworks over queen. That was like my, my picture that, that I had when you went up to my page, it was like, and the pick the colors. And the fireworks were the colors in the shoe, and the sky is black. So I basically did all colors that I like and that I would rock. I basically made a bespoke 270. That's what my goal was. It wasn't. It doesn't look like any of my bespokes. I wanted because Nike does the same colorways over and over and over and over and over. Right. And so I was like, I need to do something that they to get noticed. I needed to do something that nobody's done or nobody's going to think to do. Like I had to do something that is totally original and authentic. So, like, I put that pressure on myself, and, like, I really didn't think I was going to execute it, but, like, I did. So, like, I just, I'm, like I said, I'm super proud of myself. Like, I can't believe it. Like, it's just been a great ride. I've cried so much. Like, I, like Mike was like, are those happy tears? Because you're hysterical. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, like, it's just the whole, like, it's a whole, like, to get to this level and just know that, like, I did it all on my own and I didn't do anything or sell myself short or not be myself to get here like that's the the most rewarding feeling like i don't have kids so this is probably the one of the top two things that ever happened to me <laughs> oh so, that's like, dope yeah for real <laughs> so do you have a have you built any relationship with any of the other creators that came out during this drop at all did you know any oh, of them yeah, beforehand I, I knew um i knew one and the other people i didn't know but I knew one, Zane Styles. I know him from like he's a, he's like in this sneaker community as well. Okay. And uh, me and him were cool from the beginning. We talked the whole way through it. Like we were just talking about it and like. But once my shoe, I feel like once Serena wore my shoe, the other creators like a few of them didn't like me. Like they were like, "How'd she get your shoe?" <laughs> like that kind of attitude. Right. Like, but what really, I had nothing to do with it. I I was just clueless as they were. Like I had no idea what was going on. So, I mean, I felt a little bit like, you know, a few of them, because they, they put us in a group chat. Right. And a few of them saw what was going on in the group chat and, like, side messaged me. Like, don't let these people, you know, steal your shine. Like, you did it. You did this. Like, be pressed. Serena Williams. Like, a lot of people were going out their way to, you know, make sure that I was good. But I was good anyway. Because I'm used to that. I'm used to people, <laughs> like... They put us in a chat together. They should have waited till it was over so we could have bonded on the experience. Right. Rather than people started dropping their shoes in the chat. Like, and you're not going to get the response you want because they're dropping a shoe too. And it's kind of like, you know, they want to be noticed too. It's not necessarily anything against you personally, but they want to be the best one. They want to be the standout. Just like I wanted to be. So I understand, but I didn't wasn't dropping my shoe in the chat. Because I right. wasn't like I didn't need that. They're not going to say to me, "Oh, your shoe is the dopest one." So uh, why? There's no point for me to do it. I so love I just kept that. It to myself. Because let me tell you something. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, if I was one of them, 
And I seen Serena wearing someone else's shoe. <laughs> it would hurt. It would hurt. All right. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's I would have died. It's <laughs> just died. natural. It's just a natural thing because no matter what the program, everybody could be buddy buddy and whatever. But it's a natural unspoken competition. You know, it's like you're not doing anything malicious to each other, but you do want to be the best. It's just a natural thing. You want to be the flyest. You want to be the coolest. And especially considering the fact, like, I mean, for you, you you seem very competitive i would definitely want to be the best out of a group of people who aren't sneakerheads like i think i've seen like some graffiti artists in there and stylists and things like that but being a sneakerhead you have to represent for that culture so you know you know when all of them first saw serena walking across that court wearing them sneakers you know they heart felt weird all right was it all uh new yorkers yes this time they picked all new york do you know where they're going next everybody what did you say? Sorry. Do, I'm sorry. Do you know what where they're going next? Like, how does it work? Are they going anywhere uh, else? Next, the next one they said they're doing at all all over. Oh, okay. So they're nice. going to pick people from all over. So you don't have like if you enter, like you know, write a nice paragraph, link your Instagram. But like what they're looking for is artistic. Like they want to see your Instagram. They want to see creativity. Like so when you go to my Instagram, it's all sneaker pictures, but they're pretty creative. So you know what I'm saying? Like you right. just have, like they're looking for like a story. Like if you have a good story, if you have a good cause, if you have something different, that's what they're looking for. They're not looking for sneakerheads. Like they told me that. They're like we're not looking for people who are just sneaker into sneakers. Like they're they want to tell a story. They want to get their message out. And by letting them do a sneaker, it's like getting their message out. You see what I'm saying? Right. That's good. That's dope. I so, like, like that. They they're definitely like you know a lot of people had. Some people had amazing causes and stories. I was like, damn, my shit sucks. <laughs> you know, like, that's how I felt. But, like, you know, and I just know, like, a lot of them, you know, probably don't like me or whatever. But, like, as a returning one, I was returning. I couldn't let these people, newbies, come in and make me look like, you know, they brought me back. I had to, <laughs> I had to do something crazy. That's how I felt. Like, I was like, I have to, like, totally, like, do something amazing. Otherwise, I'm going to fall behind. And I knew I was with talented people because the dude that I know, he's an artist. He's super talented, and he's in the culture. So I was like, oh, shit, you know, I have competition. And he has his own following and people behind him. So, like, you know, I knew I had to do something that was, like, you know, true to me and different and authentic. And that's, I just really, I got really lucky. Yeah, I mean, if if you really look at it, all, well, not all, a lot of the collabs Nike has done in their existence have been with artists. So it, not sneaker people. So it, it definitely makes sense yeah. that they would try to, you know, Futura, Stash, you go down the list. Those are all artists. Now, they may be into shoes as well. But I don't know at the time when they asked those guys to come in and do those designs if they could have given you a lesson on sneaker history. You know what I mean? A lot of people like wearing shoes, but they may not know what they're wearing. So it doesn't surprise me at all that Nike wanted to bring artists in, which makes it even better that someone who represents the sneaker culture is one who had one of the best shoes. Yeah, like, that's why and the, the sneaker community, like, really showed out for me. Like, going to sneaker con, like, all those people make fun of me, and they just be like, oh, why you go to that? But, like, all those people that I met, they all showed out and bought my shoe, and they're all posting on feet. Right. Because, you know what I'm saying? So I, like, had a lot of people, like, I'm sure these other sellers sold, you know, as many shoes as me, who, people who sold out, but... 
they don't have like the like I have a lot of people posted on feeds and stuff that you know they don't necessarily have because the people that bought their shoes aren't in the secret community like that. Right. So like you know I. I like Mach bought my shoe. Like that's my boy. People showed out for me that like I didn't even expect or like count on for it. Like so, I'm definitely grateful. I see the community. They all saying that like we're so happy it's you. Like because you really are like you know a sneaker person. Like you're not right. just somebody who's out here pretending. Like it's really what you love, and people notice that. And that's like the great part of it is like when your your passion really truly like people see it and like understand it after like all this time of not being like my mom didn't even know how to react because she always you know made fun of me and my secret collection <laughs> so it's like it, you know it's crazy to see like how everybody's changing like you know their per- perception of me when when this whole time i've just been the same see and, and that's just and that and that's just a natural thing like you know it's it's sticking with something and you know we always try to encourage people like you know you start something you do some stick with it man like it may not pan out to anything but like what you've done and how you've been involved with sneakers for so long it panned out and it may have like you know we everybody every sneakerhead gets in that moment to where like you start buying so many sneakers and you're in it for so long you start thinking like what am i doing with myself like what am i doing here you know that's why i needed that's why like I needed personally, you know, like the podcast, like I needed additional purpose for my addiction. Like I needed that for that. It gets me excited about it. It keeps me excited about it. And it's something that I love. So you having that passion for so long and now it's turning into something and opening doors for you is exactly what it's about. If you're buying sneakers online, there is more than a coin flips chance that the shoe you're looking at is fake. How can you be sure it's real? Goat.com is the safest way to buy and sell authentic sneakers online. There are there the largest marketplace in the world for authentic Yeezys, Jordans, and over 600,000 sneaker listings. I know I've said this many times, but it has to be well over a million pair of sneakers they have now. They've made the whole process frictionless and trustworthy. They do this by only accepting sellers with the best reputation and by verifying all sneakers to ensure the authenticity for buyers. Every detail is inspected from the stitching and the color to the size and the weight. GOAT certifies that every pair of sneakers on their site matches exact factory specifications. With over half a million sneakers on the platform and 10 million users, you won't find better prices for verified 100% authentic sneakers anywhere else. Find the perfect 100% authentic sneaker at GOAT.com slash That's GOAT.com slash Plus, you'll be supporting our show. I say this all the time. One day we'll have merch, which I might have something, George, which might be fire. Somebody said we got to do hats, which makes sense because they saw my head the other time and they were like, we've <laughs> and I was like, you know what? And people were like making fun of my head. And I said, fam, I gave George my hat. And I'm like, I can't even use that excuse. Anyways. And then I got lice. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> but you've got to go right now before the sneakers you want are gone. When you go to goat.com slash sneak that's goat.com slash sneak G O A T dot com slash S N E A K D I S. Support the show. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Like, because you don't really know me, and like, I appreciate that you like understand where I'm coming from and how I feel, and not. I'm like, cause I don't, I, sometimes I may come off like arrogant, but I'm really not. 
sometimes when you know some, you know when you know a lot about something, right? And like people ask you the same questions, you kind of get like, oh, you know, like it's kind of like that sort of thing. But people take it like, oh, you think you know everything? You're arrogant. But I'm really not. Like I'm really a nice person. I just choose, pick and choose who I let in and who I want to. You know, if if I could be a hundred percent real with you, then I'll fuck with you. If I can't, then we can't be friends. I like that's that. just what it is. Like I want to be real twenty four seven. You know what's funny is like I've only went on IG. I went live. I've I've gone live one time ever on IG. And you know what was so weird was like people got in there and was like, "Oh, Greg is filling himself now." <laughs> I was like, "You see, this is why I don't do things like that." It's just people naturally start doing that. I know people looking at you and thinking, oh, look at her. She thinks she's tight now. Oh, look at her. She thinks she's better than everybody. Man, like everybody, if everybody mm -hmm. focused on, if everybody focused on being an actual creator, then they would create. And it's perfectly fine to be just a supporter. Like being a supporter, like being negative towards like people's like creativity, it's poison. Like it poisons you and it poisons your own creativity if you're starting something. Anybody who has that same aspiration to be involved in design, they're going to be poisoned themselves. Like it's, it's just a natural poison that's going to happen and they're never going to move forward. So, you know, you just keep ignoring it and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I just try to ignore everyone. Oh, that, that is what it is. So I want to ask you, did you, did you make your list? Yes, I did. Let me get okay. it in my notes. Now, now your list. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. I, 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 I expect from 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 me and George to already know what number one is. Yeah, you better. Know okay, I was gonna say. I, I said to myself, I said. It, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. How many pairs did you get, or how many do you have now? On my list, he told me ten. No, 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 no. Of your own shoe. Oh, I have three pairs. Okay, I wish I, I had like five. Okay, that's where, I have three, yeah. that's where I'm going with that because I've seen some people say they wish they bought more of their own shoe. Yeah, because I already bought. I like some people hit me up like, "Oh, my shoe doesn't fit," and everybody that tells me that, I tell them I'll buy the shoe no matter what size it is. <laughs> because I don't want them going back to Nike. That's dope. I don't want Nike going to get it back, and what are they going to do with it? I'd rather give it to somebody for retail and have them wear it and be right, happy. Right. So oh, I was that's like, tight. every shoe that I've been coming across, I've been buying. So I found one that's a half a size smaller, but I could definitely take the info out <laughs> if need be. So, I have four, maybe. <laughs> I honestly think if I was given that opportunity, I don't think I'd ever wear another shoe again. I think I would only wear mine. I would still buy other ones. That's how I feel. <laughs> I, I would buy other ones, but I feel like I have to wear mine. Like, it's a special feeling, man. It's just, it's a special feeling, and it's dope because everybody in the sneakers at some point drew sneakers in school and wanted to design their own, and to have the opportunity is dope. So, like I said, I asked Miss Kristen Black to make a top 10 list of her favorite sneakers. Now, typically I put pictures on the screen of people's sneakers, all right? But if you got a lot of custom Kristen B-spokes in this, I'm going to have to go scour your Instagram and take take some of that stuff off of there to add them to the, uh, to the I screen. Only put, I only put one. Oh, <laughs> word? okay. So, so let's, Yeah, because I didn't want to do that. It was 10 list. It would have been the whole five, top five. So so everybody everybody who's listening to the podcast, everybody who's watching on YouTube, when we put the episode up, this is Kristen Black's top 10 favorite sneakers to her podcast. is on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, all that. Kristen. Wait. Okay. Before you start the 10, what is your favorite sneaker model of all time? Oh, I know. And this. it doesn't have to be obviously the the React 270. I'm I already know what it is. I can tell her what it is. 
Oh, Air Max Air One. Max One. Okay. All I right. can tell All that. Right. Just making sure. All right. I can tell. I don't even know why I can tell. I don't even know it just her. Says, as a female, it just does like for like the girl's legs and the butt. It's perfect. <laughs> it just extra height. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it just works. Like in a respectful way. Like you just, you know, as a woman and I'm I'm short. People always tell me I look like I'm five, five. When they meet me, they're like, I didn't know you were that short. You look taller on IG. And I'm like, well, it's because I have good posture and Air Max One's on. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, they definitely help. <laughs> so, right, so do I have to go in order here? Let's do, well, did you put them in number order? How about order? this? Put, yeah, do the, yeah, do your top three at least in order. But if you want to do the other ones in random order because you can't decide what they are, that's fine. All right. So I'm going to go with 10, my Air Jordan Bel Air 5. Okay. I just, I just love those because Fresh Prince is like, you know, the best and the colorway for me. Um, and I put Air Jordan 11 because that was my favorite shoe growing up. Like in my first shoe that really like sparked my love. Cause you said this is of all time. So I, you know, these are my favorite shoes of now, but this is of all time. Right. So then I put, um, I'm going to have to go with Sakai. The ones that just came out, the white and gray ones, cause Sakai is a new model and Nike hasn't really put out any new models that I've like fell in love with. Like I have with this one. So I'm gonna say Sakai. So hold on, George is very disres- disrespectful to Sakai's. Uh, jo- uh, Sakai. No, the bla- the Blazers. Yeah, I don't like the Blazers. The, uh, no, the runner, you're disrespectful to the I, runner too. The uh, Waffle Runner is fine. The Waffle Runner is so great. Like, I think is, I saw really some. Is. I saw someone in Portland with the blue, the blue toe box one or whatever on. Oh, the, yeah. I think that might be the best one. I originally said that the other colorway that came out in that first pack was the better one. What the green and yellow? I think the blue one's better. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have the blue one too. I like, I like the blue you one. Have everything. You have we everything. We already know. <laughs> All right, settle down. Settle Speaking down. of which, we didn't, which we didn't <laughs> ask sorry. you, which we didn't ask you earlier, and we ask everyone who's on here, who's uh, uh, we'll we'll say sneak shoe liberty or sneaker liberty. Do you get seated <laughs> shoes? Do you have to try on sneakers app? Do you still put in footwork to get shoes you want? Depends on the shoe. And the situation. Sometimes I don't have to. Sometimes I do. So okay. I mean, I put it. I the resellers know me because I used to camp at Supreme before <laughs> Supreme was even popular. So like I put I've put in my work. I feel like over the years. So yeah, I definitely hustle. It's not like I'm just like, oh yeah, I want the shoe and it magically appears. I have to you know put in the work. <laughs> right, right on. I get them. <laughs> Very diplomatic answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, um, I can't ruin anything. <laughs> oh, no, no. We don't need you to name sources. We'll never pe- do that to people. But still, diplomatic oh, People answer. look out for me, though. People do look out for me. People definitely look out for me when they can. But if they right. can't and I want something, I'll pay if I have to. And you talking like, to... I'll pay. I've paid... Sorry, go ahead. I paid, you know, 1500 for OG Prestos in a size 4 because they only dropped into Japan. So, like, I'll pay what I have to pay. I got connections in Japan that I can hit up for, like, ASICs and stuff that will, that sends me stuff and the BAPE connects that work at BAPE in Japan. Like, I have definitely have connects, but gotcha. like I said, this is years of building relationships. Like, right, this is right, right. years of, like, putting in that work to get here. Like, people think, oh, you just got connects because you're Christian and people get you stuff. Like, you, <laughs> you know, how do you think I got those connects? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I did a lot of work to get him. So people just automatically think they don't see, they see this happening, but they don't see what went into all this. Right, right. Yeah. Well, you can't. I mean, unless somebody went back into all your social media for 
20 years or whatever before it even existed. So, and, and you're talking about and you talking about people that aren't, don't necessarily work at stores, too. Right. You're just talking about like people might just look out for you as like a friend or a fan or whatever else. Right. Yes. Oh, definitely. They'll help online. They'll hit or they'll try or yeah, gotcha. definitely anybody, you know, they'll, I'll ask to help. But I really don't like to ask for help because then people expect it back. Yeah, no like one. People don't do things just to help. <laughs> you right. Right, right. No, I mean, I, well, I shouldn't say no one does. We don't like asking for that kind of stuff either. We try to put like <laughs> under the radar feelers out to people. We did <laughs> yeah, that. No, I get you. I get it. We kind of like put, did like a little sly hint with Dion from Concepts, and we kind of did like a sly hint from uh, the owner of Riff, Jeff. Oh, I don't yeah. think either one of them caught on to what we were saying. <laughs> you see, here's the thing though. I think if we asked them, they would. I honestly do. I think especially Jeff from Riff, I think you would. I think Dion would too. Because there are people that ask. Yeah, I don't ask for anything. There are people that ask oh, Dion. Oh, my God. People ask every week. Yeah, and, and see, Dion, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, that when you're in that position, you have people way more important than us asking. People have asked Dion based off of him coming on our show. Oh, like, sure. And got stuff. And it, it, I'm not going to lie to you. It, it bothered me a little bit. <laughs> 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 because I was like, yo, uh, you, you got another pair? Like, I, I felt a certain way, but I didn't ask. So, um What's your, what's your next model? So you said White Sakai. Okay, then hold on. I'll go back to my notes. Uh. <laughs> okay, so now I had um, Bodega Hi- 577 Hypercat. Ooh, Hypercat. New Balance. They're, Love them. beige, like a grayish beige with purple and pink. Love them. Those are like all-time favorite New Balance. Love Hypercats. Um, also... Serena 97. I mean, I had to put Serena on here because, I mean, and those you, are my favorite 97s. The colorway is definitely one of my favorite off-white. And designs. you have that, right? I thought I saw on your yes, page. You, okay. That. She has everything. All right. Well, you know what I mean. She's Kristen yeah, Black. Don't be disrespectful. It's Kristen Black. <laughs> she designs so, sneakers Certain now. of these things. All right. I'm just saying <laughs> certain of these things might not necessarily be easy to get. Yes, it helps when you have lots of connections. She's I'm a just, cultivator. I'm just saying. Cut it out. Don't be yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. I was cultivated. I cultivated those. She cultivated. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Well, then um, you can cultivate some okay. this way. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Uh, next, I got uh, Union Ones. I put both colors. I have both pairs, and I love them both equally. They're my favorite Jordan Ones of all time. So <sighs> Union Ones. This is a luxury list, man. Yeah. Now look I know, salty. Wait. <laughs> This list is like okay, literally everything I want. <laughs> what you got? Next, we got. Um, I'm gonna put Ronnie Fig Super Green. Mm. Uh, Super Green Asics. They're gray with green. Those are fire. Those are, that's, yeah, those are one of my favorites. I have three pairs of them. I just I'm, it was crazy, and I got three pairs. So. Three pairs. <laughs> then I have. Um, my, I have the next one is Ronnie Feet Five Salmon Toes, the OG pair. Mm-hmm. You got A six. You got those too. Yes. Huh, I don't know why I asked. I don't know why I asked that. Go ahead. And then for my top two, oh no, I still have the, all right, my Presto Off White, the OG. Those are my favorite Prestos ever. I love them. Like he killed the Presto, so um, he brought it back for me for sure. And then my number two, my number two shoe is my bespoke Air Max One. It's the fourth one I did. It's not the one without the swooshes. It's the one with the green and the purple. So it's the pair before. And inside it says "Keep the same energy," like on the insoles. So that's my favorite bespoke. Dope. 
And then my number one shoe, obviously, is infamous by me. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I meant to ask you. Did you – because I, I went on – when you said it was up for sale on the resale markets, we won't name them. But when you said I went on there, so did you name it that or did or did that come from the streets? Oh, no. I named it that. You gave it that so, name. Okay. That's why – yeah, that's why it's so crazy. It's like because the shoe was named infamous and it really became infamous. Like the whole situation just – worked out perfectly um so they were like they they said to name your shoe and i was like i'm gonna name my shoe um infamous because it's queens and mob deep like i just want to keep it like <laughs> and people always tell me i'm famous and i'm infamous so i was like it fits perfectly so when i was they told me that i couldn't use infamous because they were like it's copyrighted and you're featured so they're like you know you have to follow more guidelines they're like change the name so i was like i'm not changing the name i just put numbers in it so right. I was like, I'm just gonna put numbers in it, and it's gonna be infamous, and like, you know, because Pete right. Black has the one in it, yeah, and the 23. So I was like, I could use the numbers and the zero from the camp out, and I'm on the breakdown. So it just made sense to just do that, and it just worked out perfectly. I couldn't, I just couldn't have gone any better. Like, yeah. So I named it infamous, and yeah. So I, you know, I, I, I had said, you know, you, the best way to figure out a sneakerhead is off their top ten, you know, all time or favorite sneaker list. Your list is very luxe. You're, you're, you're very you're very luxurious <laughs> like both union ones good god like i think the only pair only pair i have off i have sakai's and i have presto og off whites them the only two off this list this list is, is nice i like this look I'm a, I'm a new yorker too i have a lot of easier access to things like you know the off-white empty gallery is in new york i want to raffle there for vapor like i've won raffles at nike lab and like their sneakers and stuff and like i have nice. all these other options that you don't have right like and and we you'll get maybe one store that has off-white in your whole state and we'll get like seven well, you geez. know what i'm saying so like settle down Kristen, definitely like, it's I... like an easier situation like for me to get shoes and you know and my list is going to be luxury because i feel like i've had bread one 15 times already you know what I'm saying? Like I've been in this so long that I've had Royal One three times. Like those those don't excite me anymore. I feel like I'm used to that. I've seen it. We like still... unions give me a feeling of nostalgia. They buy the yellowing bottom. Right. They change the vibe. Like it's just a different vibe. And that's why I you love see, it so much and it's my favorite. See, Kristen, that's what I always and that's what I say. And I it, it sounds a little crazy, but I always tell I always have said that I feel like you've had to have owned the OG colorways before you could really lose your mind over something like a union. Like, I feel like you can't ride super hard for an off-white Chicago one, but you ain't never even had your hands on a bread one yet. You've never got your hands on a Chicago one, but you out here riding crazy for off-white ones. See, to hear you say that you've been in it for so long because you've had these colorways over and over that you could appreciate something as far out there as a union and all that, I like that. That's dope. Like, oh, thank you. That, that's dope. Just being honest, like that's why for me, like the, the it brought back like a nostalgia. Like I got excited over the box it came in, like the paper, like the things that like it made me feel. And like when I wear it, like the way it fits, the leather they use, well, the plastic they use, and like, <laughs> like you know, the stitching, and like you know, all it just it just gives me. I just like I feel a certain way in them, so that's why I like them. You know, like, and then I see all these other hype beasts buying them and wearing them, and 
it, you know, it bothers me, but I don't, I don't do it for that. I just do it for me, and I like them, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right on. I appreciate that. Well, uh, I think that might be it. I enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, I mean, unless there's other stuff you want to talk did about. Good. Did good. No, you did phenomenal. See, I like, like I said, we don't even know you, but I feel like we we know each other now. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Guys, can hit me up whenever you want. Oh, no, no problem. And then, you know, when I'm in New York and I ask you where, where, are, the, where are the locals hang out, you're going to let me know where the locals hang out. Oh, I out. got you. And I'm going to take you around. You just let me know. I definitely will. <laughs> I'll take your wife. I'll take both your wives and I'll talk to them about how you guys need that as like a birthday anniversary gift. Like oh. that'd be like your dream come true. Oh my and goodness. Then, you know, get their wheels turning. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. That's a good one. We're gonna use that. That's anniversary gift. We're gonna use that. Um we appreciate you coming on our I, show. They want diamond upgrades, you know. So oh, you know, oh, okay. Never mind then. You know, <laughs> never, never mind then. Yeah. <laughs> I Look, we appreciate. Yeah, we, we, we really appreciate you coming on the show. There's still a couple things that we ain't talked about, but you're gonna come on again. You're gonna come on again. We, we had good conversation. Of course. And, well, well, well. Yeah, we'll have you on the show once you've uh, exploded through this layer that you're in right now to the next layer of Nike. Well, she probably won't. <laughs> she probably won't respond to us then. You know? So. No, I'm. I'm not like that. I'm not oh, like that. I, nah. I remember where I came from. I don't know. When, you, when, 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 I, when we see you, when we see you on a billboard in Times Square, the, the place you said you won't walk, I guarantee you'll walk down Times Square. You see your billboard down there. It's coming. It's going to come for you. It's a good energy from you, which is why I said this is a good conversation. It was conversation. We don't know each other, but we know each other now. You could take me around New York, and we could get some of that awful New York pizza, and then we can go on. So <laughs> New York pizza is awful, George. Stop it. <laughs> You've been going to the wrong New spots. New York pizza is. You've been to the wrong place. New York, <laughs> New York you pizza did not go to the right place. New York pizza is place. overrated. All right. The best thing Dude, about you haven't. The the best thing about New York pizza. The best thing about New York pizza is you can get it from sunup to sundown. That's it. Listen to the person who lives there. All right. Look, I've been to New York enough times. I've tasted a, quite a bit of pizza. All right. Now, now I'm going to make a vlog when you come and vlog you <laughs> eating the pizza. You're going to have to. <laughs> and I'm going to have to feel that feeling. But we appreciate Kristen Black coming on. Watch the breakdown every Thursday on YouTube. It's a great show. It's a great guest. Mike is good. Tone is good. Love the show. Watch. Uh, check out on, on Instagram. What is it? K1. Oh, KB. KB1. ACK23. She's up and coming. K Black with the one. She's yeah. up and coming. You better follow her now. You better start DMing her now because she's checking them now. She's not checking them later. All right. <laughs> so we appreciate that. We appreciate everything you're doing. You know, hopefully you get the opportunity to give somebody else a chance to do something, you know, that you know personally and, you know, hook up, you know, your friends. And it's good to have that feeling. And your mom and your family get to see you shine, you know, right now. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys for having me on. I had a good time. Good. I'm glad Absolutely. you did. I'll definitely talk soon. All right. Sounds good. Get some sleep. All right. All right. You. Later. Have a good night. You too. Right, Bye. Bye. George. Go. Which one will read? Me what? Go or my bookie. Oh, you want me to do it now? Yep. No, I got candy in my mouth. And we need to do NFL picks. Ooh, NFL picks. I almost forgot about that. Um, hold on a second. First, let me say, even though we may not have been talking to a Nike employee or whatever, I'm still going to tell this story. I didn't want to do it when she was on the show because it's just out of respect. 
And I will say before I start the story, shout out to Shoe Hefner for uh, making the Nike company store happen. He's the one who got me the pass. Um, Cause I saw people asking on Instagram how I got it, whatever. So I got to shout him out. Um, we talked about him on the show when Skate was here, and maybe before that. Like I said, <clears throat> we went to high school together. Um, he was a couple classes below me. Oh, that's what you talking about? Yeah. Why didn't you just didn't say that? We, I'm like, who are you talking about? Why didn't you just say that? Man, go ahead. I mean, it seems like most people know who Hefner is on on Instagram. You know I know nothing about stuff like that. I'm asking you, who the heck is Shoe? I'm asking you through text, and you're like, bro, we talked about him. Fam, the guy from high school. Go ahead. This man is crazy. I, don't, I, don't <laughs> crazy. I have no idea what's going on right now. Anyways, Matt, a.k.a. Shoe Hefner, shot big time me in the past. I'm, <laughs> I'm joking, but shout out him. Bruh, the, it's like a it's an outlet store. It's not. I mean, yes, it's nice to get the percentage off. I expected. Maybe I should have done like a segue. Like, okay, now the Nike trash talk starts. I expected like something. I guess because I read a lot about it before I went, and they say make sure you line up in the morning. Da, da, da. That's our fault. That's your fault, though. No, no, it is. It's our fault. No, it's not. We just don't know For what like. But that's not my fault, because I don't know. It's not our fault. It's just our expectations are so different. Like, you just, you always want to get there, and you have an opportunity to no, get there. No, but see, my views are based on growing up in the 90s, wearing shoes and hearing about the company store, or at that point, it was the employee store, just being like a warehouse, where <laughs> okay. you can just go in there, well, yeah. and it's like, warehouse of fun, that's and I, you just grab whatever you want. Well, yeah, when I lived in Oregon, that's my friend and mom with that Nike, that's how we got all our Dion's, yeah. and free, it, all And that. it was a warehouse, correct? I never went. Oh, so, but right. we just assumption like. But see, now the way the store is designed is like an outlet store, and oh, I'm not okay. saying that's why it's bad. Right. There's still plenty of stuff you can go in there and get the discount on and be a happy person. What I was looking for, obviously, was like some Galaxy stuff phones. that oh, yes, some stuff that may not have sold out yet in other stores. But that's why I say like people say get there at 9 a.m. I think really the only time the employee store matters is on release days because they have releases for everything. Number one. Everything. Now, I don't know if that means off-whites and Sakai's and stuff like that, but Jordans and whatever else. Maybe they do do Sakai's and off-whites. People can correct me who've been there before. But there's literally a sign when you before you walk in the front door that says, start the lineup here and go down this sidewalk. Oh, really? They have crazy lines whenever a shoe releases. I've and, you know, it. because the employees get stuff 50% off, and then in Oregon there's no sales tax, which you right. know that. So a shoe that's $200... When you're done paying for tax, and I'm assuming Nike employees flip stuff. I don't know why they wouldn't if it's a super hype shoe. But when you can get something for a hundred dollars that someone else is paying two twenty after tax for, it makes a big difference. That's an extra hundred and twenty dollars of profit when you go to flip it. Assuming people are flipping. So they had uh, the Jordan Three Knicks, Knicks that just came out. They had that Jordan One where the swoosh looks like it's been Stitched. like unstitched or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But they had no small sizes in that. The biggest size was like a ten and a half, and then in the threes they had like a seven, one eight and a half. The box was destroyed. One nine and a half, and then the rest was like ten through fourteen or something. So clearly, either employees or customers or whatever are going and picking through it when it first comes out. You had text me like, "What about clothes?" Bro, they had no um, Stranger Things pack. They had hats. That's it. Both colors, but that's it. 
or maybe I don't know how many colors were the hats? Green and blue. Three, maybe. Okay, so they had green and blue that I saw. They had no collaborations of anything. They did have like the most recent, those Joyride runners. Right. They had React 270s. None of the Nike by you ones, obviously, but React 270s. Whatever the most recent runners that have come out, they had all those. They had some Nike sportswear stuff, but nothing that anyone cared about. They had that one Air Max one, like inside out. But let me tell you, that joint is trash. Wait, which one? The inside out with the materials like on the outside or whatever. Like, but which one you said they had? Air Max One. Oh, Air Max One. There's an Air Max One inside out. Wait, oh, inside out. Have you been in a cave? I thought you meant upside down. In Stranger Things, it's called the upside down. Yes, pineapple upside down cave. No, the, I thought you were to go ahead. <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about? No, go ahead. Um, those are one of the worst shoes I've ever seen in my entire life. Literally, what the employee store is good for is the stuff that never goes on sale. Like they had Converse Chuck Taylors. Those rarely ever go on sale unless you get like a, you know, you maybe you go to a Converse outlet or you get a coupon code somewhere, whatever. Right. Air, For, uh, Air Force One, triple white, all whites. They had those, kid sizes, men sizes, whatever. Obviously, those rarely go on sale. So it's good for stuff like that. Don't go there expecting it. Like the only thing I saw that was like a collab was they had both raid colorways, the Fear oh, God, God raids, but they were like picked over and I didn't even look what sizes they had. But they had that and that was it. I would have took a black one. <laughs> oh, what? I would have took a black one. All right. Yes, I texted you. Did you want the shoe that you actually want? You said no. Now I get that it was a size 10. Big. <clears throat> You're not finding that anywhere else for that price and no tax. I'm just saying. Like it was You're 84, right. no tax. That was and see that was like Nike. Step your step step the employee store game up, all right? I and this is the thing, like when you told me you was going, but I started screenshotting stuff like damn I screenshot. I was like, I went on the Nike site thinking like, oh, it gotta be loaded. <laughs> like I screenshot it so much I'm like, I'm gonna send George I'm gonna send George all these pictures and I want all these. All right. We specific honestly, we specifically went there just because Hannah wanted the Bauhaus React two seventy, which is the first men's colorway. They had none. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Sold out. All they had was kids and the biggest kid size. You thought you were about to fall to the floor. Go you ahead. thought you were going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The biggest kid size they had was a five. I was like, bro, this, there's, these are sitting on Nike website. I get it at the employee store. They're right. half price or whatever and no tax, but bruh. I just imagine like walking in and it was just glorious. And like, maybe you yeah. went to like the B-grade store. You know? No. <laughs> You got to pass to the B grade store. I just imagine walking in and like, I thought like all the Stranger Things was going to be there. I thought like the sweats. I screenshotted so much stuff. I think stuff that, <laughs> like, I think stuff that sits on the website sells out there because seriously, people resell it on right. Dead Series. If you it has buy to. it 50% off or 40% off, I mean, even if you're only making 20 per item, if you can go in there and spend two grand and turn it into four grand or whatever. I was like, Man, I don't know how George will get all these sneakers back. Man, all that stuff I screenshot. I read it. online that you can go in there and they'll ship it for you. I was gonna. I was like, they gotta ship it. I knew they probably. Yeah. I was like, they have to. Yeah, oh, but man. see, it's it, one of them things. The 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 reality was not the impression based on growing up and hearing these not ghost stories, but right. um, hype stories or whatever. <laughs> ghost whatever stories. you want to call it, vampires. 
But yeah, I mean, it from and someone confirmed for me that it did used to be like warehouse style where you just go in there and stuff is like on, like they right. just bring the pallet out, put the pallet on the thing, and you just got whatever you want. Sound like our outlets are pretty good. That, that now that was also in the days before like a lot of reselling stuff happened, right? This is the 90s, but and I knew the employee store was now new and looked like a an outlet, so I knew that was what it was because I'd seen pictures online, but I expected better stuff to be in there. I mean, come on, man. If stuff is not selling out of the employee store, <laughs> just send it straight to the outlet, B. I mean, let's be honest here. I I mean, I'll tell you, I think other people were like, why is this cat standing there with one bag? Because like, <laughs> it did look a little wild. It was like. Oh, you mean outside? Yeah, yeah. it was like. Oh, Hannah still spent uh, a bazillion dollars inside there. But she she did what. Probably what people should do when they go there. You buy all that Nike sportswear or like what the Nike workout clothes, like spandex pants for women and stuff. Yeah, the you know what I'm talking about, like gym, Nike, gym, yeah, stuff. Whatever. So that's probably the stuff you should buy at the Nike employee store because it's all fifty or forty percent off, as opposed to maybe if you get it on Nike during a clearance sale, you get a twenty percent off or something. Like you're not finding that stuff nowhere for half price. So. She probably did what people should do when they go in there. And like I said, you should also, if you're looking for Converse, buy the Converse or buy the Air Max 1 triple white. Stuff like that that doesn't go on sale places. Um, but, yeah. it was, and, and, again, like I said, I'm not trying to badmouth nobody who helped me get in there because Shoe Hefner helped me. Oh, yeah. And never. Then, and then well, of course. someone at Nike helped him help me. So, no, it yeah. was dope, of course. But Nike corporate, right. y'all got to step y'all game up for the employee store fam. Yeah, shout out to them. No, no, no. We definitely would never any opportunity and stuff like that to see something that we've never done before. Like we appreciate it, but we do still have a podcast here to do, and people want to hear about it. Like people want yeah, to know. I mean, I'm what not gonna about. come in here. People already know I don't blow sunshine up nobody's booty hole paws. Uh, so the last thing I'm gonna do is come in here and sugarcoat anything. Sunshine it was, and a booty hole is crazy. To bro. me, well, you blow sunshine up the ass is the statement, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I know, so, but it just sounds crazy. <laughs> like like so a laser. I'm gonna come in here and be honest. Um and it, it underwhelming through the, <laughs> the lowest amount of underwhelming ever. But to me, it was like literally just check the bucket list thing off. Like, oh, oh of been to the Nike employee store. Dude, I would have been like just walking up to I would have been so nervous. I would have made Rocio cover my eyes like this. Walk, <laughs> right. One, two, three. And then when it's all like two nicks. If they would have just had, always. no no joke, if they would have just had the Bauhaus React 270 for Hannah, I would have been happy. Because I didn't go there buying nothing for myself. Right. And ironically enough, I bought, you know, I wanted to get a React 270, so I bought one. I just got the black pair. Oh, you got a pair? Yeah. Oh, you didn't even say it on the show. We didn't do pickups. I mean, we're talking about a React 270 the entire time. You see, I just grabbed one. Um, Man, what? <laughs> saving it for if we did pickups after the segment. I mean, look, man, pick up, pickups ain't, like, sacred. Man. Like, you could have said, like, it's I grabbed one. It's sacred for the listeners. Okay. I said, like, <laughs> it's pretty sacred. Uh, People well, yell at us for not doing sneaker topics. Yeah, facts. We're going to do NFL picks. Should we do picks now or after, or do this one first? Let's do picks first. Let's do picks. I, I was trashed last week. I, I was. I, I beat you by one game, but we got washed by the league. We so. got washed. We did, like, which is embarrassing. I, I don't me. even know what's happening in the football season. I, I, I don't know if I like it or what. I mean, I love football, but it's so weird. Like, it. You know, I, I think I'm just. This football season is trash. You know, this is the most quarterback injuries that it, bruh. 
It's only week three. There's already 20-point spreads in week three in two games. I was like, what is happening? I think I saw – all right, now, this someone can correct me on this because I don't feel like looking it up. I saw it the other day. I'm pretty sure there was only seven instances since 1993 of 20-plus point spreads, and there's already been going to be the third of this season already this week. And which one is that? Jacksonville? I mean, um, Cowboys are favored Cowboys. by 21, or they opened at 16 and went to 21. Went to 21. So. And then the Patriots. Patriots, again. Jets. <sighs> Titans, Jaguars. Jets have lost two quarterbacks. Bruh. For the, maybe not for the season, but for a long time. Let me tell you what's weird is like they had a Simeon, they had him mic'd up, and he was like, let's go, let's get ready. And then like, <laughs> <laughs> he was on the sideline, like, let's do this. Bruh, the thing they did with Sam Darnold where he's pointing at the thing and it says, out. I think I sent it to you. I saw it. Yeah, you sent Mononucleosis. And he was like this. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's dirty too. Though. And I don't know why they can't just say he's injured. They love saying he got mono during the entire game. Oh, yeah. he's out. I was like, <laughs> I'm saying like, yo, fam, why do you gotta like, just say he's out? They just kept saying mono. And what's up with your boy Jalen Ramsey? I hate his gusto. I don't like him anymore. Though. I don't like Jalen Ramsey. Though. You said a long time ago you didn't like him when you heard him do that interview. You're right. But see, here's the thing. And I, we said this the other week. I think cornerback is the absolute hardest position. Besides quarterback, I get that. It might be the most hardest position to play in sports, in, 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 in football. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a total confidence thing. You get burnt one time, you're done. Like, you're going to get burnt the entire game. Like, you're just done. You're cooked. You get one interception, you run mad high. Like I think that's only if you play for the Raiders. It, man, that's for every single they team. They had a lot of free safety issues though in the, in one quarter. They shut the. Yeah, they've had a lot of that for for a while. They're now. the first team since Mahomes has been in the league to shut Mahomes out in any quarter period or first quarter. First quarter and ever. then shut him out in half. Except that one quarter in the middle, boy. <laughs> he let somebody throw for three hundred yards four in touchdowns one quarter in the second quarter. Anyways, Titans Jaguars. Uh, Titans win. Titans win. Dolphins Cowboys at Cowboys. Oh come on, Cowboys. Cowboys. Dolphins cover. I'm taking the. I'm taking the dog there again. Um. Oh, and on my. Oh, it's a good game. And on my against the spread picks, just so we're clear, so I don't come in here trying to talk a big game. Went <laughs> went seven and nine last week, so eight and eight straight up, seven and nine against the spread. Would I go six and nine? It was like six and nine. I, I don't think. know if well, I can't confirm that it was I think Blanc had I can't confirm it was seven and nine on the ones I said on this show, but on the pick'em that I do, it oh, was seven and nine. I thought you were talking about the show, you did better than me. You did better than me at pick'em. Well, I'm assuming okay, no, but I'm not talking about straight up. So straight up, I probably put the same ones that we picked on the yeah, yeah. tapes yeah. game. But shout out to high tapes. But in the pick them that I do, I can't guarantee because it spreads. So I can't guarantee I pick the same ones here. But I went seven and nine. Either way, it was that's trash. You can survive for a couple weeks doing that. At least you know it's not like I went uh, two and fourteen. But Fam. you got to have some winning weeks in there. Until I got so washed in fantasy, or or my boogie is gonna take all my money. I got I got so washed in fantasy. I thought I was like being smart. I put oh. Cam Newton over over Dak. I was like, yo, Cam Newton. And it was mainly your fault. Fam, Panthers I at went, home two weeks in a row against the Buccaneers. I was like, oh, Joe might be on something. Put Cam Newton in. the one yard line. What, the, got to, what does that got to do with anything? Oh, you're talking about fantasy. I I'm think you're talking fantasy. about picking the win. Yeah, no, 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 fantasy. I put Cam mm-hmm. in, like, and that was you. Yo, Panthers at home, two games. Ain't no way. Cam coming back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I played him too, so it's not like you're the only one who got the. I got I 11 went, points. I went 0 6. 
Oh, wait, what? I lost two games by less than a point. I, in fan, oh. I have, I'm in six fantasy leagues because I took one over for Hannah. and I took H- Hannah's family league over. And then another one that I don't want to be in anymore, I agreed to do it one more year. So I, four is my limit. For some reason, I'm in six. I went 0-6. I'm in one this year. I'm usually in about six. Going 0-6 on one weekend, that's trash. You have a talk with yourself. I tell you. Bengals, Bills. I got Bills. Bills. Lions at Eagles. Eagles. Oh, yeah, Eagles. Jets at Patriots. Patriots. <laughs> it's almost funny. Falcons at Colts. Um, I think this is Colts' first home game. I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm going to go Colts. Raiders at Vikings. I think the Raiders, gonna, I think the Raiders cover. I'm going to go Vikings. Listen, if I'm betting with money, <laughs> I'm betting... I would never bet the Vikings money line because there's no value there. But if I was going to bet a money line, I would say the Vikings. But I think I'm going to pick the Raiders just because. Why not? I like that. So you should. Raiders plus eight. Raiders cover and win outright. I'm going Vikings. On this show, at least. I mean, the Vikings played pretty tough. I mean, they got beat in Lambeau, but they played pretty tough in Lambeau. And Cook is running all over the place. He is. But the... The one thing the Raiders are doing is shutting the run down. I don't know if anyone noticed that against KC. Oh, I definitely noticed it because 1.5 yards of carry. Freaking LaShawn McCoy looked like uh, he didn't know what he was doing out there. He was bouncing all over the place. Well, he needs to hurt this week again. And um, Vikings quarterback man is trash can because I got him in fantasy too. Yeah, he is trash. Oh, they had a good run this weekend. Uh, Ravens at Chiefs. That's a good game. Mm -hmm. Um, Ravens cover, Chiefs win. I think Chiefs win it at home. Um, Broncos at Packers. Packers. Come Packers. On. Panthers at Cardinals. I got Cardinals. I think Cardinals win. Cardinals win that one. Giants at Buccaneers. I got Giants. Buccaneers played tough this this last past Thursday. But Giants, Daniels coming in, I think they're going to be high off adrenaline. They might do pretty good. The Bucks defense might score as many points as the Patriots defense did last week. <laughs> Bruh, I heard the Patriots defense scored 71 points in this dude's fantasy league that I know. That's not even – wait a minute. In one oh, – oh, two games. Mm-mm. 71 – now, okay, now, I don't know their point structure. That's not even – They can't... had two pick sixes. Okay, then, okay, then he had – their point structure is crazy. They had 71 points as a defense. He must get like a 1,000 for like a Tom Brady touchdown or something. Their, their stuff is crazy. I was in a league like that one time where, like, I'd finish with, like, 630 points. And I'm like, what? how did you do this? <laughs> um, Saints at Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks. Saints quarterbacks are trash. Dr- I, Bre- we don't really know Bre- Bridgewater's Bre- trash. Like, we don't know I yet. I mean, with a week of preparation, I'm sure he looks better than he did last week. But he looked like a trash can. They said at practice, he gets Bruh, almost no reps. Somebody going to sign Kaepernick? Or just going to keep hiring these... <laughs> I know. got no business. If there is any time to give Kaepernick a call, when is a better time? Like, it's like, okay. I, I thought, I said to myself, when Simeon went out, I said, you know what? The Jets might be like, you know what? Forget enough. Like, maybe even New I Orleans. Mean, I thought New Orleans is like pretty, I think, pretty progressive. I think we're kind of past the, like, he's going to kneel stage. Um, not saying that he's not going to be an activist anymore. I just don't. Yeah. But now, I, I think it might be in his contract that he can't seek. And if it, it has to be something. Like, I don't think any NFL team cares if people do it off the field. I think their literal problem is they're doing it like during the game on TV or whatever. I think that's the thing. 
when you're in the situation like the Saints, I think you have to sign him. Like, I'm sorry. It's not the only Saints. The Jets, whoever. Yeah, but see, the Jets, we don't have extreme expectations for him. It's like the Saints, you got to at least stay. The Saints, you got to stay in playoff contention until Breeze comes back. That's Man, all you need to look do. Look at who's Pittsburgh. Look at who's starting oh, yeah. around the league. I mean, I don't think Pittsburgh quarterback is going to be bad. He's a rookie. I think it'd be good in the future. That's I think right. it'd be all right. He ain't a rookie. Now, Roethlisberger throwing a ball and not being hit, an elbow. What did they say? Any Tommy John surgery? Probably. Fair. When I when I was watching the game, Over. I saw him going like this, and then he went like that. I was like, oh yeah, he needs Tommy John. And I started him, which is why I lost the majority of the games I was in. He scored three points. I dropped him. Um, Texans at Chargers. Uh, got Chargers. Chargers. Steelers at Niners. 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 Niners Steelers cover good. though. Niners are really good. People are lo, public's going to load up on the Niners because of what the Niners have done this year, and the and Pittsburgh's got a backup. Touchdown is a lot. Rams at Browns. Um, I think the Rams win. They're a better team. Browns. I would take the Browns three points, but I think the Rams win. Even though the Browns won against the Jets, it didn't the one that didn't move me. Like I wasn't like it's okay. It just suck. No, it wasn't even because of that. Like it didn't look like a good win to me. It just kind of looked like. I mean, it was, it was like. I think it's what it is. Twenty-four to seven or whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, I think it just looked like the Jets suck. Like I didn't think like, wow, the Browns are oh, good. It looked suck. weird. Um, Bears. That's the Monday night game. God, Res- I hate these wet Bears at Redskins. Redskins. Why? Because the Bears have an awful quarterback. They're averaging more mm. yards per carry than they are per passing attempt. That is a crazy statistic. I need Redskins to lose. So I'm going to go Bears. I hope Bears win. Uh, I got to remember these picks because I want to win this week. I'm sick and tired of being a loser in that. Like, I got to be. I, I think I might pick. I think I might hands down be the worst NFL team <laughs> game pick of all time. Like, I was real confident in my picks. Like, I was like, these cats ain't touching me. It's trash. Huh? Literally watching them. I picked Raiders over Chiefs. I really thought the Raiders were gonna, and they did good. They 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 really started out. Uh, they just couldn't maintain. It. <laughs> they didn't. Okay. They started well. They if didn't you do well. shut Mahomes out in the first quarter, you did really well. Tape said his wife was the only one who picked Tampa Bay. I hope she won it last week. Probably didn't. That might be her only right pick. No, no. Last week. Yeah, yeah. That might have been her only right pick. Well. <laughs> Let's not go that far. Wives always win stuff like that on accident. That's why I hate when like stuff like that happens. <laughs> I lost a fantasy to, to I lost a fantasy to a little boy at work. Like <laughs> 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 Y'all don't even know who that is. Like, I don't know who it was. It'd be little, funny to y'all. Little boy might know more football than you. It's a possibility know. though. Anything else, George? We appreciate we appreciate Kristen Black coming on. She's up and coming. Right now she is Right there on that climb. We talked to her first. Let me tell you something, George. We talked to her first. Guarantee she's end up on other shows. End up, <laughs> you'll see her on a full-size run all of a sudden. They talk to everybody because someone told me that full-size run is trying to contact Skate. And it's trying to get Skate. I'm like, yeah, I bet they are. Stupid mustache and tacky. <laughs> Anyways, anything else, George? Um, full-size run can fly off a mountain. <laughs> Did you get any pickups with the other 270? We can say that real quick. No, Hannah uh, got a, what's the Air Force One that looks like a creeper or whatever? <laughs> the women's Air Force One that looks like a creeper, like the thicker sole. Oh, what she do that for? What are you talking about? She wears Air Force Ones? She likes the, like, creeper style oh. of shoe. She got the Rihanna joints. Whatever. She didn't want a Puma, okay? We didn't go to the, we didn't go to the Puma store. We went to the Nike store. Uh, and then she just got a bunch of 
workout clothes or whatever. Spent all her money, all my money. <laughs> Trash. It's your, our money, Bruh. our money, not hers, we not took, yours. Like, our money. I was. I mean, even at the when you get in the discount, you're getting that stuff adds up. Of course it did. I'm like, I'm thinking a thing like, oh, the discount hasn't come off to, off yet. <laughs> we got to the final amount. I was like, what? It was funny because I told her, she was like, man, somebody hooked George up with a pass. Just, man, that's crazy. I just threw the box away. I didn't even bring it home. <laughs> Rocio, <laughs> oh, yeah. I would, I, and Rocio was like, and I was like, man, please hope Rocio say, like, yo, make sure George gets you some. <laughs> and she was like, oh, cool. Yeah, tell George gets something. I'm like, but I was just gonna let you go wild. I was like, oh, you know, just get out of this stuff. No, my literally my plan. Well, actually, I shouldn't even say this. But the, if all right, <laughs> I won't say the plan. All right, that's it. Let's do this. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I know what your plan was. I was like, oh yeah, we can't go back. <laughs>